Okay, so Eric, you're good to go. Go for it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate everybody coming. Um, yeah, I'm going to be talking about how to generate more real estate business using online marketing and personal branding. Uh, my name is Eric Bello, and uh, so um, the thing is, is I'm going to go ahead and do a presentation. If you have any questions, please do wait to the end. I can go back to whatever section you want me to. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is like why you even have to do this in the first place. Um, I've noticed a lot of real estate agents, brokers, and everything like that are still trying to do things the old way with like print marketing and postcards and all that type of stuff, and that stuff's good, except it seems to be a little bit expensive compared to the new like digital stuff. So I want to educate you guys on that today. Um, other reason is everyone's attention is online on social media. Tom asked like who has social media in here, and like I'm pretty sure all of you do. At least have Facebook, Instagram, maybe watch YouTube, like all these different things. You have at least one platform, so it's extremely important because it has everyone's attention. You do need to build a brand to differentiate, uh, differentiate yourself from the competition. A lot of people know that. It's like when they're choosing between two real estate offices, obviously you guys remember one real estate teams so are going to go with you, but um, it's because Tom has built that brand over time. And you can do that for yourself personally um, just by using YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and becoming like the digital mayor of whatever city or niche that you're trying to take over. Um, your competitors are already starting to do it. You'll probably see on Facebook, because you guys are real estate agents, that real estate ads pop up in your Facebook feed or Instagram feed all the time. Uh, that needs to be you, and you need to be able to double down and put a lot of you know, money into that just so that you're taking over that market. Um, online marketing is more cost effective than ever. Um, I've seen, like I've done the rate checks of like how much it costs UPS and or, uh, USPS and all these different postcard companies to send out postcards, and it's just ridiculous for the ROI that you get. Um, so. Online marketing is just a lot more cost effective. Um, I can show you that in a little bit. But I've built my own personal brand myself. I do have a YouTube channel, it's just under my name, just Eric Rebello. I make educational marketing videos and entrepreneur related content. Um, and I've actually helped realtors get clients and leads using the same strategies that I've used to get like, you know, clients and leads for my marketing business. Um, it's mostly been through YouTube and Instagram and a little bit of the, like Facebook ads, but I'm gonna teach you guys that as well. Um, the last thing is this is passive consumption of consistent content that you're putting out. So this stuff is like basically selling for you. Whenever you do a YouTube video, an Instagram post, um, anything Facebook related, it's kind of like you're putting content into a bank and the more, <laughs> the more content you put into that bank, the more money you can extract out of it just because a lot of people can watch your content whenever. So first platform I want to talk about obviously is Facebook. I'm sure you guys are already familiar with Facebook. A lot of realtors are starting to get onto to Facebook lead generation ads, um, and they're seeing that it's, it's working a lot. But the target demographic is usually a little bit older, like 30 to 65. Um, and the fantastic thing about lead generation ads on Facebook is it actually has in-app capture forms. You don't need to necessarily leave the application to actually have people fill out their information, and it's automatically just filled in there. So sometimes, you know, if someone is going to like a website, they have to type in their name, email, phone number, and we know people are lazy and they're not always going to do that. In Facebook, they open up the lead capture form right when they see it pop up in their, in their feed, they click it, all their info is filled out, and they just click submit, and now you have their information you can follow up right away. Um, the targeting is actually based on real tracked data. It's not just like random stuff. So when you send a postcard, you don't know who you're sending it to, really. It's just kind of the local area, and maybe there's a demographic of like, you know, more luxury homes in that area, but you still have no idea who you're really targeting. With Facebook, it's based on demographics, interests, and behaviors of stuff that Facebook tracks in the background all the time. Yes, it's a little bit creepy. Yes, it's a little bit of a privacy, you know, concern, but it does work. And because you're actually trying to target people 
um, based on stuff that they do within the app in Instagram or on the website. Um, ads are better than, or sorry, uh, cost is relatively inexpensive and you can get large and wide reach. Um, I've been able to spend $70 and get 25 to 30,000 people to see a post, and that's like unique visitors that actually looked at it, like it's not people that just like scroll by it. Um, so the cost of this stuff is really inexpensive and you can get a lot of ROI out of it, or a lot of people don't know who you are. Ads are better than organic content now, on Facebook in particular, and some of the other platforms, just because when you post organic content, everybody can do it. It's free, everybody has a business page, and Facebook wants to incentivize people to pay for ads. So they have, uh, if you've posted on Facebook maybe five years ago, you'll see maybe, I don't know, 30 to 40% of your people on your page that like your page would see it. Now it's close to like 2%, if not 1%, because they want to incentivize ads. Um, the, probably the best thing about Facebook is these like three things, retargeting, custom audiences, and look like audiences. And now it's like some nerd lingo, um, so I'll go ahead and explain that. Retargeting is basically if someone is interested in your you know, home like that you have, they watched a certain amount of a video. Like Davron made a video for his home, it's about four minutes. If someone watches 75% of that video, you can retarget them with another ad saying, and it can just be Davron saying, hey, I noticed you watched 75% of that video, let's get on the phone. And those are the most qualified people. So there's a lot of ways that you can retarget if someone visits Tom's website. Uh, they can get hit with a retargeting ad. If we noticed you were looking at this particular home at this particular time, let's get on the phone, and now it's very contextual, and the person feels like they've been listened to a little bit more. It doesn't feel so just like cold. Uh, it feels a little warmer. So they're more likely to actually click on your ad the second time when they see it. But it usually takes about six to 10 follow-ups, just like when you guys are doing cold calls, uh, for someone to actually be familiar you know, with you and want to do business with you. Um, the next thing is custom audiences, and it's a kind of nerd lingo, but what you can do is take your list of clients that you've had for you know, however long, uh, they do have to be opted into your list, and you can upload them to Facebook and then just show ads to them. So let's say you have, um, you know, when you're doing cold calls or you know, whatever it is, you're getting people's email addresses to send them information, and they haven't got back to you, and you have leads from like six months ago that you never talked to, or uh, haven't talked to in a while, I should say. Um, if you have their email addresses, you can put them into Facebook, and then all of a sudden just tell Facebook, I just want to show ads to these people. And they're going to say, hey, didn't I talk to that agent like three or six months ago? And then they're probably going to reach out to you. The other thing is lookalike audiences. Once you've uploaded your list of people to Facebook that have opted into your list, Facebook can use its magic AI algorithm to basically figure out who is similar to that list. So you guys are going to have a lot of you know, like higher end or like luxury um, clients like within your list. So then it's going to try and find people that are similar to that. And those are the people that are most likely going to buy homes that you're trying to sell. Um, so I hope that makes sense. But um, how to run an ad, I don't have like too much time right now. It does take a while to go through the whole process of it. I do have a video on my channel about how to actually run an ad step by step, like every single button that you need to click. And you can watch that. It's about like 25 minutes or so. Um, but I just want to go over it real quick. The thing that makes an ad work or not on any of these platforms is usually these five things. The targeting, copywriting, creative, budget, offer. So targeting is obviously what I talked about earlier. Who is, like, who are you trying to reach? Uh, a lot of people mess that up because they try to go too broad or do other, or do the same targeting like the other people are doing. So if you just go on Facebook and type in, you know, likely to move, that's what all the other realtors do. But if you guys are trying to sell luxury homes, maybe someone, you know, near a golf course, someone that's probably interested in golf would probably want to buy that home. So it's like if you target people based on golf as opposed to just luxury real estate or something more broad, you'll probably get a better, uh, like I guess, people like seeing your ad. 
Um, so targeting is extremely important, making sure you're showing to the right people, but don't do the same targeting that everybody else is doing. Um, copywriting is the actual text within an ad. Um, that's just a fancy word for, uh, for that. I have a five-step process where it's basically acknowledge their problem, um, agitate it, uh, do a customer testimonial, have your solution, and then do a call to action. Uh, this is basically for any copywriting you ever do with any type of advertisement. But um, you want to make sure that when you're doing text for your copywriting and your Facebook ads or even just organic posts, that you follow that process because it's the process of, it's like a buying process, right? You, if they have a problem, their problem is they, they want to buy a home. And then you just move through this process. And a customer testimonial is extremely powerful, um, especially for like any new agents that are trying to like get started. It's like, you know, it's, it's kind of like me having a case study list. If I had nobody that I've ever worked with and I'm like, hey, buy my stuff, people are going to be like, I don't think so. But if I have like 20 people that I've worked with before on video saying I'm amazing, then you're probably going to buy it. Um, the next thing is creative. If you have a low quality picture or a low quality video, people are not going to want to watch it. They're not going to want to pay attention to it. They're not going to take it seriously. Um, so make sure that your creative, uh, or your, your video or picture or whatever it is, um, is very high quality or done by a professional. I will say that videos do convert better than photos. If you just have a picture of a home, they can't really connect to it. They can't really see inside. So if you do a whole home tour, uh, Davron is a perfect example of this, of the Carmichael home. He did like a four-minute video or so, explains everything you need to know about the house. After that, someone's pretty much sold at that point, and they're going to call Davron right away. The other thing is budget. This is a big one when it comes to real estate agents or mortgage brokers or anybody like even you know associated with your guys' industry. They're not spending enough on Facebook. Uh, because so many people are getting on Facebook and trying to do lead generation ads, um, some of them aren't really quality ads, but they're, they're setting up the ad campaigns and paying for them, so they're taking up space on people's Facebook uh, feeds. So if you spend a little bit more than them and have a little bit higher quality of an ad, you're going to get seen a lot more than everybody else. So you need to make sure that your budget, um, it can kind of range, but I would recommend somewhere between $600 a month and $1,000 a month to start just to test things out and then kind of tone it back as you find out what works. But you want to test at least three different ad campaigns. Um, hopefully, you know, $20 a day each, and then just kind of figure out, you know, split test and figure out what works from, uh, from there. And then your offer. I see a lot of real estate agents do this too. I'll be scrolling through my feed and it'll, like, all, it'll just show a house and it'll say, call me. And I'm like, well, why? Like, I mean, I understand, like, you know, if I want to buy the house, but it's like, do I get like a buyer's guide on the house? Do I get some type of PDF document that explains uh, the area? You know what I mean? If someone's moving from the Bay Area to you know, this, this area, they might not know anything about the area at all. So it might be good to give them a list of, you know, like a breakdown of, you know, whatever I guess you would want to, to show them in the area. But um, your offer needs to be there and it needs to be like a, they need to have some type of incentive or reason to actually like, you know, fill out their information or want to call you. Um, so I recommend having like a buyer's guide on the home explaining like everything about it. I know you guys have the MLS and like you can look it up, but try and make it a little bit personal. Um, I know Tom has a, has a buyer's guide and a seller's guide and all these different documents, so maybe you can use his. Um, and then, this is just a quick case study. I don't have the, the photo right now, uh, but I have a screenshot within the ads manager. Um, the reason why you want to do Facebook ads is just cheaper than a lot of other stuff. Like, I've gotten, um, like a random case study I had it was $7.64 per lead and they are qualified leads, as opposed to like Zillow or something like that, where you pay anywhere from $20 to $60 a lead. The type of homes you guys are selling, more likely $60 a lead. And also, uh, Zillow sells them to multiple people. So when you collect the lead through Facebook, it's exclusive. It's yours, it's your data. Zillow, on the other hand, sells it to as many other agents as possible. So you're paying $60 still, but then 100 other agents are hitting up that, that lead. So it's just, it's just no good. 
Next one would be Instagram, uh, which is actually owned by Facebook. Demographics a little bit younger, like 18 to 45. It's still equally important to do Instagram uh, because there are definitely homeowners on there. Like that age range definitely are people that are going to buy uh, buying homes. Um, just basically the, the new money. What was that? New money. New money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you need to go where the attention is. A lot of people are kind of straying away from Instagram or not really focusing on it because they're like, oh, Facebook, and they're still. You know, Facebook isn't dying necessarily, but it's like there's like a slow down curve, and Instagram is definitely on the up curve. So you need to focus on this, building a organic profile, a lot of followers, um, a lot of like you know social proof, and then um, also running Instagram ads. Um, the cool thing about Instagram too, let's say you make an organic post and it gets uh, 100 likes or something like that, um, you can actually target just those people with advertisements. So if someone has liked the past five of your posts, they're all about one home. They're probably a pretty qualified leader, you know, in your target market. So you can hit just those people with an ad, and that's kind of what we talked about before with Facebook. That's called a retargeting ad, um, and I can talk about that a little bit later if you guys have questions on it. Um, another thing I see realtors do all the time, uh, or just pretty much anybody in like you know insurance or anything like that, they do boosted posts as opposed to actual ads. Uh, boosted posts are just, in my opinion, a waste of money. Um, they're really limited and restricted with the type of options you have with like targeting, like who's going to see your posts and everything. So I would say never do a boosted post, actually go into the ads manager, like that's the official name. Um, and it's like basically gives you unrestricted access to all the complex stuff, or you can have someone let me do it. Um, so the whole point of doing all this, by the way, is become the digital mayor. That's like, I heard someone talk about this, I forget who it was, but it's the best way to describe it. Everyone in town should know your, each of your guys' names, because you guys are the number one real estate team. So you gotta, you gotta make sure that everyone in this entire area knows like all of you guys, because when it comes to branding, like or in 2019 and 2020 and all the future years, people are buying more on brand than they are on like you know deals or anything like that because they want to make sure that they're getting quality but at like a you know good price. So make sure that you build a brand and become the mayor. Like I've seen uh, one of my friends, his name is Brandon. He's a real estate agent. He goes to a bunch of different local um, venues and food spots just to show off about the area, and it has nothing to do with the home at all. But he'll go to like sushi or you know whatever and he'll say hey like if you're thinking about moving um, this particular sushi place is the best they always get great discounts here's the owner and he does an interview with them he's like what do you like about the area and they'll have like a 20 minute conversation he's gotten clients off of those videos because he's like he's found people uh, from like Reno or like all the way across the country they're like hey I saw your video and I saw you talk about sushi I saw you talk about the the your favorite parks in the area that your kids go to, and it's building this brand around him, and the person gets to know the area a little bit more. So it's a little bit more human, uh, rather than just trying to hard sell them all the time. Um, Instagram follower growth and compounding your brand is extremely important. That's kind of what I talked about earlier, where every piece of content you do is like putting it in a bank, and eventually you will be able to extract that money. Um, now, don't expect to just like get 10 million followers over, overnight and just you know get all these views and stuff like that. It takes time. I would say put in serious work uh, anywhere from six to 12 months, um, and you'll get like leads and stuff like that along the way. But to build like a long-lasting brand, usually takes about six to 12 months. Next one would be LinkedIn. Um, I know you guys are a little bit more like residential, but this can be used for commercial real estate if you like. If you guys are you know going to look into that at all, um, but. Where this can be used for you guys is high net worth individuals in this area. So you guys sell, you know, more luxury homes like 2.8, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, where are you going to find those people? Maybe they're not on Facebook because they got a lot of stuff to do. They're like you guys. They're super busy all the time, and they will go on LinkedIn though because they're trying to get business. They're trying to get, you know, um, 
more business connections and things like that. So what you can do is actually run ads in LinkedIn just like you do on Facebook, just copy and paste it basically over to LinkedIn. And LinkedIn doesn't really have a lot of more personal ads. Like they're targeting them for CRM services, for um, you know email providers, like all these different things. But it's like as far as buying a house, I haven't seen any ads on LinkedIn uh, targeting like high net worth business owners. So that would be good for you guys to do as well. Um, but that's a that's a paid service. If you guys want to go a little bit more organically, there's two softwares you can use: LinkedIn Sales Navigator, that's directly from LinkedIn. I believe it's eighty dollars a month. And then Meet Leonard, and Meet Leonard is an app that you can use to or, um, basically do automated lead generation and reach out to people in the local area. So what you can do is put in filters, and you say, hey, I want everybody that makes this much money per year, or sorry, not this much money, um, everybody that is of you know CEO or president status within this 50 mile radius of, um, that works at these particular companies. Like if there's people you're really trying to target, they are probably on LinkedIn, and then it just automatically just reach out to those people and send them follow-up message. So you don't even have to like manually do it. That's a software you can look into. Um, but LinkedIn ads will work to get the attention of luxury home buyers because like I told you, they're not getting bombarded with personal ads. It's business ads. So it'll be like a breath of, or a, a, sorry, breath of fresh air uh, when they just see actually someone trying to connect with them a little bit more and do something, you know, help them out in their personal lives. Um, but the reason why you need to take those past three really seriously is because these are your new business cards. I don't carry business cards um, ever. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're like a bad thing to do, I always like hand them out, but uh, there's a statistic that about 80% of business cards get thrown away within 72 hours. So these are your new business cards, um, but you know, don't throw away other business cards, still like give them out. But I would say add this into your repertoire and because people are gonna search you online. They're gonna go on Google, they're gonna go on YouTube and Instagram, see like you know who your clients are, make sure that you're legit. Um, and just, just treat that as like, Treat your online brand very seriously because it is like, you know, your rep, like your, this is your reputation. Next thing would be YouTube. Um, I would actually say this is the best place to build a personal brand to start out as like the origin place and then you can move it to all the other uh, platforms and I'll make, I'll make sense of that in a second. But me on YouTube, um, I've started YouTube because I realized that I can make long form video content and chop it up into everything else and then also run ads on these different platforms using the content that I make on YouTube. I've gotten clients directly from YouTube. I actually didn't think I would right from when I started out, uh, but I just kind of was like a shot in the dark to see if I build like you know content over time, are people going to reach out to me? And what happens is either they will reach out to me and fill out a form on my website to have a call with me because the content has already sold them. I don't need to talk to them really at all about you know selling them on anything. But also, if a client is kind of iffy with working me or working with me, I'll just send them a YouTube video, and they'll and then they'll binge watch like my whole channel. They'll just take a whole night uh, when they're off work and just watch all my videos. And then the next day, they'll hit me up and be like, "Hey, so I learned so much. I've had three other marketing agencies reaching out to me um, that are all trying to you know hard sell me, and you weren't trying to hard sell me at all, and you gave me a bunch of educational content. I want to have a call with you like right now." So the same thing will happen with you guys where home buyers and you know, high net worth individuals or whoever you're trying to target will reach out to you because you have this brand and educational content. Um, like I said, the long form video content pretty much sells for you. You can also do YouTube ads. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I see their YouTube ads all the time. Uh, it's a very brand oriented thing where it's just like some parents and kids and it looks really nice. Um, you can do a similar ad where let's say someone is trying to move from, you know, um, you can do a YouTube ad directly towards them and it's super cheap. You can get views for like one penny. Like I'm doing it right now, I'm getting uh, people, anybody that's like searching marketing, video, uh, marketing videos on YouTube, um, I'm specifically trying to target like specific people and I can get their, their view for like a penny or two. 
Um, and then I already kind of mentioned that earlier, people are more likely to buy from a brand of a person they know, like, and trust. You guys already know that. The whole point of all the content that you make, especially on YouTube, is to educate and entertain. You want to specifically do both at the same time. Um, so when you do, uh, you know, let's say a seven to ten minute video about uh, anything real estate related, you want to make sure to put your personality in there. Don't be robotic. Uh, really, you know, have, try and build that like human connection if you can. But if it's just one or the other, like people will watch those videos. But the perfect combination is both, especially when you're when you're uh, like in, in the business world. You want to try and make daily videos if you can, but the minimum is weekly. I do videos every single week. Uh, if you can make videos every single day, that's fantastic. Um, you don't really need to have the most professional crew ever. The most like raw and authentic videos tend to get like the most uh, results and like views. So sometimes I just get on my iPhone and just talk directly to the camera, and people will resonate with that a lot more than some professionally made video. So there's no excuses really when it comes to like, oh, I need to hire a professional crew or anything like that. Just get out your iPhone or your you know, Samsung, whatever you have. It's usually a really good quality camera. And then edit the clips from your long-form content and post them to the other platforms. I do this on LinkedIn. I do this on all the platforms. Well, I'll make you know a 20-minute video and cut out the like three clips that are each a minute long and post them on Instagram because some people watch have more time for micro clips rather than watching like 20 minutes of content. Um, but that's a really good uh, strategy to repurpose content for all the different platforms. You just cut it up into little pieces, just so you don't have to. You know, you don't feel like you have to make content for YouTube and for Instagram and for like Facebook and all like separate. You can kind of just streamline it to where you make it on YouTube first and just cut it and clip it to, to everything else. Another thing, uh, podcasts are going to get more popular. I don't know if any of you guys listen to any podcasts, but there's a platform called Anchor FM that's free and lets you distribute podcasts like super quickly to every major platform, including um, iTunes or Apple, you know, podcasts, Spotify, Google, every major platform. What I do is I just take the video or take the audio from all my videos and just upload it to Anchor and now it's a podcast. I don't make a separate piece of content or anything. And there's some people that just listen to my podcast but don't watch my videos because they're too busy, they're at the gym, um, they're, they're driving, they listen to you know, a 20 minute video while they're doing that. Um, this could be a whole you know, one hour talk in itself, but YouTube search engine optimization, this is actually how you get results on YouTube. So one of my friends that I mentioned earlier, Brandon, um, that's making a bunch of content about I did this for him, and if you search realtor, he comes up right there. So uh, he actually got leads from that from some person all the way across the country. I don't even know what state it was, but they just typed in real estate agent or like lifestyle or something like that, and he just popped up. They started watching all of these videos, and they're like, yeah, I was thinking about moving or either moving to because you really educated me on a lot of stuff in the area. So it really helped him you know, get, get some leads. Also, Google gives preference to YouTube in search results, so if you're typing in, uh, you know, Realtor on Google, his YouTube video might pop up like at the top, and then they'll click on YouTube. And because Google owns YouTube, they'll usually put YouTube at the top. Um, and then it's just the case study. Um, and then he's still working on taking the YouTube content and exporting it over to like Instagram and Facebook and things like that. But YouTube is a lot bigger than people think it is. Um, the watch time in all these videos is like in the trillions, like every single month uh, of minutes. So it's like if you can start with YouTube to build your personal brand, uh, because you know real estate is very big on. You know, human connection and like uh, the brand that you have, and then like repurpose that content to everything else. You're gonna, you're definitely gonna have a lot of success. Um, so this is the strategy that uh, I'm kind of talking about, but I haven't elaborated on it yet. The organic plus paid content strategy. So it's basically four steps. That's it. Create tons of content on your phone, like you know, someone you can get someone to record the video for you, however you want to do it. But you want to just create a mass amount of content and then see what organically resonates the most with people. So if you do a video 
uh, and it gets you know a thousand views as opposed to another video that gets a hundred views, something about that thousand views video really resonated with people. Either the title, like how you uh, basically clickbaited in into like you know clicking on the video, or maybe the thumbnail on the video, or the actual content. So what you do is you put paid advertisements behind the content that actually is like working, and then just disregard the content that's not working. So what I've done is I've noticed that uh, I have a video on my channel about copywriting, and a lot of people loved it. So I put a bunch of um, uh, you know, paid advertisements on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook uh, behind that video, and then the views just like skyrocketed and tons of people reached out to me. So you want to make sure that you're only putting paid advertisements and content that's working and like testing out a bunch of different videos, and then you usually rotate them out every two to three weeks. So every two to three weeks I change my ads to a different video just to see uh, if I can you know, split test and find something that works. And then a lot of people think that you have to come up with original content every single time. You don't. Uh, you can actually remake the content that you've done in the past. Um, and just improve upon it every like couple weeks or months. There's so much content on the internet, people don't have time to like double check if like you're remaking a video or not. So you can make a video about sushi or like whatever you know play, like uh, video you're gonna make, and then three months later make it again. Just make sure that you improve upon it or make it different or title it different somehow because the second time might actually get more views and more traction than the first time. I've had to make videos sometimes like three separate times before it eventually like actually you know pops up. So you don't always have to be original. You can make content from before if you run out of ideas. But try and make like a list um, and be like original as possible. And then like I was talking about before, you repurpose the content that works the best into highlights and clips. Uh, just because sometimes like people like sometimes people reach out to me from Instagram because they're like, I saw a one minute video and then I did a binge watch of all your different YouTube videos. Um, or like, you know, other way around. But that's the organic paid content strategy. Uh, this works extremely well. Um, this is pretty much the future of business, like in general, for every single business. Uh, I think every single business is gonna have people doing media content all the time. Um, you know, magazines and things like that are kind of out, and now all these brands like Nike and like the, the biggest ones are starting to create a lot of content that doesn't even necessarily have to do with the brand, but is in the same like vertical. And what that does is the more content, the more exposure. So Kind of a, a random thing, but like uh, Popeyes, if you guys have ever eaten there, has started to put out like a lot of content lately, and now they just became like a viral thing, and everybody's like eating their stuff, and they're starting to become, um, they're getting a lot more traction than Chick-fil-A, one of their competitors. So it's like this weird viral thing that's going on on the internet. But just because they're putting out content, they started getting a lot more business, and they finally like caught on. So that's that strategy. Um, and then other than that, basically here's just my social media. If you want to go take a look at it, you can use it as a like reference or some type of example. If you guys want to know how to um, actually you know create your own content and do it on like a consistent basis, uh, but Instagram and all my apps are pretty much the same. There's my website and the YouTube channel. Um, but I know I went over a lot of stuff. I can loop back to anything that you guys want. But uh, I know that was like <laughs> like a lot. Drinking out of a fire hose, right? <laughs> I know, right? I tried to fit everything into like you know a short period of time. But do you guys have any questions or like and you can. Like, no question is a dumb question. You can ask me pretty much anything you want, and I'll go over it in depth. Questions? Any questions? Now's the time. Pretty thorough? Yeah. Pretty thorough? Okay. Awesome. Uh, okay, let's go for Eric.